So what, we watch anime. So what, we play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what, we stay here. It don't bother me. Hello and welcome to the Re-Entertainment Podcast, episode 212 for August 25th, 2019. Uh, this week it's just me, Nathan Reed and Spruth. Unfortunately, Connor didn't want to show up and Andrew Rowe McFain had a problem with his... He had a problem with his phone, so now it's just me. I'm presuming that Earl the Grey is... I'm presuming he's in the air right now, or... We're going to be in the air very soon, so that's why he's not here this week. Anyway, just me, Nathan Reeton Spruth here. Uh, as always, you can follow me um, at Reeton everywhere. So Reeton on Mixer, Reeton on Twitch, but I never stream on Twitch. Reeton on Twitter, Reeton on YouTube. I'm Reeton everywhere. You can find this podcast that you're listening to. I don't know how you found it, but you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, all of those you can find them, uh, find it under Reeton Podcast and press the subscribe button. And it downloads every week into your phone or tablet or device of your choice. Uh, the games I played this week, I played some WWE 2K19. Uh, that's an okay game, but it's still $60. I don't know why it's $60 because it's been out for almost a year and then every year they come out with a new one. That's why it's 2K19. So now they're coming out with 2K20 in October. So they should cut the price by about at least half. It should be at least 30 or at the most $30 right now. So I've been playing. I played some of that. Um, I didn't really. There wasn't a lot that I played this week. I played some some of the WWE 2K20 and I can't remember anything else. Oh, I played some Beat Saber, uh, but I didn't play that on stream. I've been kind of practicing because next friday i am going to be playing beat saber the entire movie of shrek on my mixer so mixer.com forward slash reeton from 6 p.m pacific time to 9 p.m pacific time i will be playing well 6 p.m pacific time till about 7 30 pacific time i will be playing shrek on beat saber because it's a it's an 83 minute movie i think 83 or 93 minute movie so I'll be playing that on Friday, um, and it should be noted that I will be playing through all four episodes that are current rele- currently released of Life is Strange 2. So, Life is Strange 2 episodes 1, 2, 3, and 4, I will be playing through those on stream from 6 p.m. Pacific Time till 9 p.m. Pacific Time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, of course... Monday, episode one, Tuesday, episode two, and so on and so forth. And hopefully I will have those uploaded to those VODs uploaded to YouTube the following day. So episode one will be uploaded to YouTube on Tuesday. Episode two will be uploaded on Wednesday, and so on and so forth. And then on Sunday, I should have, or Saturday of next week, I should have a review of Life is Strange, episode four. I will have to note that I got... The I got a review code from Square Enix. I know I am just as surprised as anyone else that I was able to get a review code from Square Enix, one of the major publishers in not just Japan, from but the whole world. So 
very excited about that. And uh, so come and join me at mixer.com forward slash Reeton and uh, watch me play some games. Now, moving on, I am going to talk about some stories. The first story to talk about this week is actually a big one, kind of close to my heart. Uh, Loot Crate has, has filed for bankruptcy. Now, Loot Crate is, if you don't know, it started this huge trend of kind of this this box thing. So you pay uh, $20 a month, and, and the price goes up from there. So it's $20, some, some of them are $30, some of them are $40, etc. They even have clothes boxes, which can be upwards of $100 or $200, where you get you get a set of clothes every month that are overpriced, because clothes are overpriced in general. Anyway, Loot Crate was the first one to do this, and, and they were kind of the nerd box, right? They, you ordered it, you usually got a shirt every month, you got some knickknacks, maybe some comic books. They even had some comic books that were written for Loot Crate. And they are going out of business. Now, this is a Gizmodo article, and it says, uh, it says here, in a press release... Uh, in a press release released overnight, Loot Crate announced plans to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Reports of, reports of financial troubles have been circulating for a while, including defaulting on a $21 million loan in 2017. Even though Loot Crate has about 250,000 subscribers, the plan is to sell the company with one of its investors' money chest who will set the initial auction bid, funneling a $10 million bankruptcy loan to keep the operations afloat in the interim. So, I believe Chapter 11, you could you could note me if I'm wrong, I believe Chapter 11 is the one that will allow you to uh, sell off your assets and possibly restructure a company. So it's not necessarily that your company would be, you, your company would be dying, but it is possible that your company would be um, would have to have to do some structural changes, fire some employees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, continuing on with this article, the bankruptcy filing and overall financial woes have devastated the company's workforce. Last month, Loot Crate closed its warehouse and laid off 150 workers, announcing plans to outsource thir- to third-party logistics companies. Um, with just and that logistic company has only 60 full-time workers. Reports have since surfaced on Twitter that employees were let go without any severance or benefits, something Toys R Us recently faced backlash for, resulting in a $20 million severance fund from its 30,000 former employees. Now, you should note that with that Toys R Us one, they actually had some issues because they 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 filed for bankruptcy but then they also gave millions of dollars in compensation to C- the CEOs and and upper management while not paying the employees severance packages because they wanted to restructure the company or something and they felt that if they felt this is from them they felt that if they didn't give this much money to the CEO and, and upper management, that upper management would then quit and leave for a different job. And so instead of giving money to the, the employees who actually do the work, they gave it to the CEOs who bankrupted the company. Makes zero sense to me. So it continues on. Co-founder Christopher Davis 
promised in the press release that Loot Crate subscribers should expect no changes. Daily operations will continue as usual. Unique and exciting fan items will be purchased. Crates will be shipped. And all aspects of business will go on as before the Chapter 11 filing. Our employees will continue to be paid as usual during this transaction. Uh, yeah, so... Loot Crate is filing for bankruptcy, which kind of sucks because they were the first ones because uh, they, they were the first ones who kind of started this trend that they would they would have these boxes that were shipped out. And now there's tons of different boxes. There's not only Loot Crate, which is nerd stuff, but they also have – and I'll tell you about it really quick. I'll, I'll, I have a list of different boxes just by Loot Crate. Um, but they also have wrestling. They have pro wrestling boxes. They have anime boxes. And this is from other companies. Uh, and then they also have just, like, fashion. And as I said, suits. Just tons of different boxes that you can purchase. So, Loot Crate themselves, I think part of the problem with this is that they kind of stretch themselves too thin. They had too many boxes that they were selling for anywhere from $20 when I first started uh, with Loot Crate to $40-ish. Uh, so anyway, we have Loot Crate. There's just a normal Loot Crate. Loot Crate DX. Loot Wear, which, as I said, would probably be a suit. I'm looking. Oh, it just... It's just loot wearables, so like clothes and stuff. You've got loot anime. You got loot fright. You have loot sci-fi. You have loot comics, and then you have different crates uh, from different shows. So there's the Wizarding World, which is Harry Potter. They have Marvel, Deadpool, WWE Slam Crate, Hello Kitty Crate, Rick and Morty, Loot Gaming, Halo, Fallout, Elder Scrolls. Uh, Equip, I guess, is one of them. Uh, Batman, Marvel, My Hero Academia, Adult Swim, and Lord of the Rings. All of these different crate. And uh, just so you know, the limit the, there are the limited edition ones, were the ones mentioned there at the end. Uh, Batman, Marvel, My Hero Academia, Adult Swim, and Lord of the Rings. Those are special ones. But there's different crates. They had tons of different crates. At least are over 10, 50, almost 20 crates that they were selling. And I think they stretched themselves too thin. They had too many, their hands in too many pies. And that was just causing them to have way too many issues with getting their crates out and, and keeping their profits up. So, unfortunately, Loot Crate is fil filing for bankruptcy. Hopefully, everything will be okay. And the people who have purchased their gear will be able to still receive their boxes and have no problems getting that stuff. Now, let's move on, and we will get to talk about uh, some Tesla stuff. Now, I didn't bring up this story, actually. So, Tesla is being sued by Walmart. Uh, I didn't suggest this story. This story was suggested by one of my panelists. The panel panelist decided not to show up today. So, it's just me. Just me talking about this. And let's, let's go on and see what we can do. So this is from Ars Technica. Uh, it, this has to do with solar panel flaws that Tesla has with their particular so solar panels. 
that they were give, supplying Walmart with, I guess. And what it says here is Walmart filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit against Tesla on Tuesday. The retail giant says Tesla's negligent installation and maintenance of solar panels caused fires on roofs of many, uh, as many as seven stores in 2012. Most people think of Tesla as an electric car manufacturer, but Tesla also sells other products related to renewable energy. Since 2016 acquisition of SolarCity, Tesla has a substantial solar panel business. Walmart hired SolarCity to install and manage solar panels on the roofs of more than 240 Walmart stores. Unfortunately, these solar installations had a habit of catching fire in as many as seven of the instances. One fire broke out March 2018 on the roof of one in Beaver Creek, Ohio. Um, In May 2018, Walmart suffered two blazes just eight days apart, one in Denton, Maryland, and another one in Indio, California, which I've actually been to Indio before. The Indio fire alone did millions of dollars of damage, Walmart does claim. Walmart had previously suffered fires at stores with Solar City installations in 2012, 2016, and 2020, but the company had written these off as isolated accidents. But a string of three fires in as many months was hard to ignore. So, Walmart asked Tesla to deactivate all of his Walmart solar panels pending an investigation. Even after this was done, Walmart suffered another fire at a store with Tesla solar panels. This one in Yuba City, California in 2018. So, what we are seeing here is that I actually I usually would not defend Walmart and in fact right now I am not I'm trying not to shop at Walmart because not because of uh of the the them selling guns but i'm i'm upset that they they are they did something related to guns and i just won't get into it but it's very stupid so i'm trying not to shop at walmart also they're an evil corporation who doesn't pay their employees enough money so that's another reason to just not shop at them right but i do think that walmart has a point here uh it, it is a bit suspicious that these stores are catching fire from because of these possibly because of these solar panels. I can't say that it's because of the solar panels, but they seem to think it is. So, if the solar panels are really causing the problems, then yeah, they they definitely have the right to to sue Tesla and hopefully uh they'll get their money back. However, um I do think that they they should pay their employees a livable wage of $15 an hour instead of the $11 an hour they offer them right now. They offer them way too little money and expect them to do way too much work. And then if they don't get that work done, they, they, over, they overload them with the amount of work that they do. And then after they get overloaded, then they'll get written up for not doing the massive amount of work that they have to do. It's, it's a bit ridiculous in my opinion. And uh, from what I understand, every Walmart works like that. So... Um, we are going to move on to the next story, which isn't really a story. Uh, give me one moment here. Okay, so moving on, we're going to talk about, uh, this is from Destructoid, and this is to talk about Gamescon, uh, I'm sorry, Gamescom 2019 E3-esque opening. Uh, so they had the opening night presentation. So they had some stuff here that's interesting. Uh, they did a lot of trailers, um, they did one that was Gears 5, 
uh, Gears of Five is Gear, Gears of Five. Gears of War Five is a game that's going to be released for PC and Xbox One. It's a, a third person third person shooter. It's a very mediocre game series in my opinion, and they're coming out with a new one. But the the real height of this trailer was the fact that they had Mountain Dew, very Mountain Dew-like uh, presentation. So they had, they're, they're really funneling in that Mountain Dew ad revenue with this. The second story is that Kerbal Space Program 2 is being released in 2020. Now, Kerbal Space Program it was an indie game that got really, really huge. And the whole idea behind Kerbal Space Program, from what I understand, is that you're trying to make functional spacecrafts. And so you're trying to make ones that will actually be able to, to exit the atmosphere. And everything is very realistic, very real to life. you got to put the put the pieces together just right so that when you escape the atmosphere, one piece breaks off. It's really cool. And apparently, from watching the trailers, they have... Uh, there's a single trailer out, and it looks like they're trying to expand upon that with Kerbal Space Program 2. Not only will you be able to make spacecrafts that, that go into space, but possibly even uh, beyond that, where you're able to create vill- uh, settlements and everything, because it looked like there was a giant city in this trailer. But I'm, I'm unsure if you're going to actually be able to create a city or if it's just going to be expanded where you're able to kind of fly around the universe with your created spacecraft. And land on the moon, apparently. I don't know if you can do that in the current one. I have, I, I have played the game, but I haven't played it in a long, long time. And I was never very good at it. Uh, Need for Speed Heat got a trailer. It's a, it's a racing game. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 was announced at Gamecom, which I'm not sure. I hear Little Nightmares is a good game, but I haven't played it. I believe it's a horror game. So if you're into horror games... You could try Little Nightmare 2. Um, THQ is bringing back uh, Comanche. I think I think that's Comanche. I don't know what that is. I've never played it. The Cycle uh, showcase it, was showcasing its PvP v, uh, sorry, PvE VP. So player versus environment versus player. So you have uh, PvE elements and PvP elements joined together. And it looks to me like it's kind of a, a battle royale game. However, you have AI and you also have actual players, and that might be good, especially if it doesn't. If you join a low population server, so you can at least have some challenge and not just people. But it looks like there's more than just the AI is playing humans as well. It looks like the AI ha- is going to be monsters and stuff while there will be humans there as well. So this one's one to keep an eye on. I think that quite a few people are going to be interested at the start, but if the game doesn't do very... but So people are going to be interested at the start, but it might not be very sustainable. People might not like that. They might just go back to Fortnite. They might just go back to Apex Legends or PUBG. So there's uh, another there's another release... Uh, for DLC for Monster Hunter World called Iceborne. That also got a trailer. Um, Predator Hunting Grounds is another game 
that will be coming out where I don't know if you're playing as the Predator or as a human. Uh, I, I didn't actually watch the trailer, but Predator Hunting Grounds, Grounds got a trailer. Humankind is another game that was being talked about, and Humankind is actually being made by Sega. And what Humankind is looking like to me is it looks like a civilization game, which is a strategy game where you kind of build up through the centuries. And that's what Humankind is looking like, where you kind of start in the prehistoric ages, where you're a caveman, and you kind of try to build up your civilization from there. So it's it's actually a bit interesting because it wasn't... Like, they were expecting Virtua Fighter 6 or a new Sonic game or something like that, but not a brand new game. So, uh, Humankind is being described as a historical strategy magnum opus. Uh, You can expect to start building civilizations, directing the human race through ancient Egypt, Rome, the Vikings, and among others, while making historical discoveries in culture and science and shaping the people build upon their foundation so hopefully this is a good game um it looks again it looks really weird to me because civilization already exists and they're basically just making civilization again but hopefully it does well and uh we'll see when it comes out sometime in the near future uh there was a preview for life is strange uh 2 episode 4 which again you can watch me play through thursday uh this this thursday night from 6 p.m pacific time to 9 p.m pacific time at mixer.com forward slash reaton you can watch me play through life is strange 2 episode 4 and if you can't make it you can go to my youtube at youtube.com forward slash reaton or youtube.com forward slash reaton entertainment and watch the vod there borderlands 3 uh in game is including something called proving grounds now uh, Borderlands 3 is highly anticipated. Borderlands 1 and 2 were very, very good. Borderlands, the pre-sequel, was all right. So, the new fad is to talk about in-game before game even releases. This is from Destructoid, of course. People want to know how they continue to play after they're done with the campaign. Gearbox took this into consideration with Borderlands 3. One of the big replayable challenges is called Proving Grounds. This requires players to discover hidden Iridian writing that's scattered throughout the game. Those co- coordinates reveal new planets where the proving grounds are located. So it looks like you're going to be able to travel to different planets in this game. Essentially, proving grounds seem to be a series of arena-based trials with optional objectives. Fight off a bunch of enemies to best it. Hit the extra constraints to earn better loot. Borderlands 3 will ship with six proving ga- ground challenges. And the good thing about this is that with... With Proving Grounds, you can add in free DLC pretty easily that will expand the game. So say, oh, we, we're releasing this week, you can do this Proving Grounds, and that'll keep people invested while the company works on new expansions or new payable DLC. So I actually kind of like that. The Witcher 3, uh, which is coming out on October 15th it, on the Switch, is uh, it got a gameplay trailer on the Switch, so I thought that was pretty neat. Darksiders Genesis uh, brings the apocalypse back later in 2019. Darksiders is, of course, a game that was released, I believe, for the PS2, uh, and then there was Darksiders 2, which wasn't as good, so hopefully Darksiders Genesis is as good as the first one and not crappy like the second one. 
Everspace. Everspace is a game that I have that I can actually talk about. Everspace 2 is shying away from the game's original roguelike, roguelike concept. And the whole idea of Everspace was you could die, you, you respawn uh, at the back at the beginning, and you, re- and you play it, but it, it uses a random number generator, so it's not the same game every time. So you're trying to get as far as you can on that specific map, and then if you die... The map changes, and you start from the beginning. It's actually kind of neat, uh, and it's weird that Everspace will be shying away from that concept. And this is another article from Destructoid. It says, the roguelike sim Everspace is getting a sequel to PC and consoles, but it's dropping those frustrating mechanics in favor of an open-world space shooter with classic RPG elements and a persistent player progression. Rockfish uh, brought its debut trailer to Gamescom, and you can take a look at the Destructoid link below. Um, there's a there's a new one called Disintegration. There's a new game. Uh, let me see if I can find that. Disintegration is a new game, and. That is, let me take a look here. It says here, a neat gameplay trailer from Gamescom. This futuristic, futuri- yeah. let me see if I can actually speak. This futuristic hover bike shooter looks like it can make a splash in 2020. There's a nice blend of urban countryside environments and big old explosions. So, it's a hover bike shooter. And you fly around and, and shoot things and, and it... It's probably going to be okay. I'd probably get it for like 20 bucks. Uh, it, I was just watching videos on Twisted Metal. So I, I always think when I look at something like that about Twisted Metal, which is, of course, a game for the PlayStation, that PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and PlayStation 3. Um, a big news of this week was that Sony has acquired Insomniac Games. Insomniac Games, of course, are the people who made the new Spider-Man game. And they also made prototype they've been pretty much a a studio within sony for years but now it's official sony has officially bought them uh just like ben studio is that ben studio when they started out they worked on sony consoles so they made they made games for the playstation and the playstation 2 but they weren't owned by sony and eventually sony ended up acquiring them and that's the same thing that's happening with Insomniac is that while Insomniac is a third party or was a third party studio, they mainly made games for Sony consoles. I know that I, I believe they branched out once or twice with like I uh, with certain games for the Xbox, I think. But like Prototype, they're big games. Prototype, Prototype Two. I I believe they made the Infamous series, but I could be wrong on that. Um, and then of course Spider Man. All of those were made for Sony, and so it, it makes sense that Sony would purchase them. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena is joining the Epic Game Store this winter. Uh, Port Royale 4 will map uncharted territory in 2020. Anno 1800 is free this week, I believe, on Steam. Let me see. Let me just make sure. Uh, it takes a lot of money to build a city, but this week it won't cost you a dime. Now through now through August 25th, Ubisoft's Anno 1800 is free to play on Uplay. After that, you'll need to pay some money, but maybe spending a week with the old world you help you build. You sorry, maybe spending a week with the old world you built will help convince you it's worth keeping around. Uh, so yeah, 
if you have the Ubisoft, I believe the Uplay, not Steam, but Uplay, you can actually get Anno 1800 for free. This is a strategy game where you build up city, your city, etc., etc. It's it's good from what I hear. It's really taxing on computers at, at higher resolutions. Um, there's a new game called Iron Harvest. Uh, with It says Iron Harvest 1920 Plus mixes old-timey war and steampunk mechs, which uh, those are things I like. Uh, so 1920 Plus, the development team has seemingly taken a pot shot at Epic Games exclusivity, making it a point to note by PC release, we mean Steam and other platforms. You can check out the trailer below, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's a new, Oh, it's a strategy game, so it's not... This is this is odd. I thought it would be an action game, but it's a it's a old timey strategy game. Think like the 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 Great War, World War One, or something like that, but using steampunk instead of actual uh, you know equipment from that time, like like actual technology where where we now have steampunk stuff involved with that. Call of Duty Modern Warfare will be getting, getting a one-week open alpha. Don't care. Live-action thriller Erica has just rolled out on PC. Uh, give me a moment. Let's, let's read this together. Um, Erica is a live-action game. We first heard about live uh, the live-action thriller in 2017 during Solar's Sony's I can't speak today. Sony's Paris Games Week proceedings. The project hasn't had much to show for the time ever since. The PS4 exclusive is finally back. Not just another trailer, but a release itself, and it's out today. So, I don't know what this is. Okay, so, it's an FMV game, and I thought we killed those off in, like, the year 2000. And what an FMV game is, if you don't know, it's a full motion video game. I thought they were awesome, and I was wrong. I was a child, and I was wrong, and hopefully this is good, but I, I kind of doubt it. So, FMV, it's a full motion video game. You will do specific things in the game, and it will trigger a cutscene with real-life actors. And that's what this is. I may end up getting it, even though I know it's probably awful. So, Erica, it's out on the PS4. Uh, you have different choices. It, it's one of those games where it's kind of a choose-your-own-adventure game. So, you'll, you'll be given a choice to defy or defuse. That's what it says here in this little picture I'm seeing. Um, where you try to either defuse the situation or you like push the person back and yell at them. And you make different choices and that affects the future cutscenes potentially within the game again i thought we killed this off in like the year 2000 okay we're down at the the end of our stories we have uh hideo kojima who is of course the guy who made the metal gear series uh he got a new tv star for death stranding margaret margaret quayley and now i don't know who margaret quayley is quayley However, I do want to read just this batshit insane um, thing that they're saying about it. So it says, she will be playing the very uh, on-the-nose role of Mama, 
who happens to be tethered to her baby via a ghostly umbilical cord in another realm, meaning she can't physically leave the location she's in because of it. And uh, I don't know why Kojima is so insane, but let me repeat what I just said because you, you may not have understand it, uh, understood it. Mama happens to be tethered to her baby via a ghostly umbilical cord in another realm, meaning she can't physically leave the location she's in because of it. I don't, I don't understand this game, and nobody's going to understand this game, Kojima. Not a single person is going to understand this game. I don't get it. Now, uh, the last thing they did was they they had that announcement that Margaret Qualley was going to be in Death Stranding, and then they had a a trailer, a new trailer for Death Stranding, and that's it. That's all that happened at Gamescom. I know this is a short podcast. I was going to make it longer, but uh, as as you know, we uh, we didn't have anyone else here today, so. Thank you for listening to the Reading Entertainment Podcast. I will be back next week, hopefully with some co-hosts, because I hate doing this by myself. Uh, hopefully I'll have some co-hosts. Maybe not. Maybe it'll just be me for the rest of my life, and I'll, I'll end up having to get good at talking to myself and doing different voices. However, make sure that you go to Reaton Podcast on your iTunes, on your Stitcher, on your TuneIn, on your Google Play Oh, on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Look for Reaton Podcast. Press the subscribe button. You will be able to listen to my lovely voice every single week, uh, every single Sunday when it goes up. Thank you for watching. I will be back next week. Goodbye.